Hello and welcome to Football Unfocused. This is a solemn time, a time for us all to pause, appreciate what we have and think about what really, really matters in life. A period of deep, deep mourning. And nobody is an exception from that mourning, least of all, myself or Matthew. I'm Mark, that's Matthew. Matthew, say hello. In a solemn way. Hello. Keep it solemn. Hello. Hello, Hello, Mark. As we draw to the end of an era, an era that none of us at this stage of deep, deep mourning can possibly begin to contemplate and truly understand. It is somewhat frivolous of us to turn our hand to the matter of football, association football. But I feel at this time it is what Her Majesty would want, us to focus on the joy of the beautiful game, the game that she loved so much by attending at least two matches in her life, maybe three, (laughs) I don't know, but I know she fucking hated it. So this special podcast is to mark a solemn time, a pause, an opportunity for us all to take stock and to think about our lives, particularly those of us in Britain. Those listening to this outside of Britain may feel a bit excluded by this content. And that is your want. <laughs> but, uh, I can't keep this up anymore. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, that's... Uh, how long is yeah, that? I don't know. That's four, I don't know. Matthew, <laughs> how are you, Matthew? I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. No, we had to delay. We actually did delay the podcast today, mm. the recording. Mm. Um, because of my, I, my I, deep I, morning, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I think it was out of respect or mm. something um, that we delayed it half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, delayed, delayed it half an hour out, out, out of respect. Also, the fact that my washing line has just uh, snapped and fallen down with all the washing on it, and that oh, yeah. out of respect, out of respect, it? it was the. I think what it was is I, <laughs> I found myself considering doing something normal and frivolous, and it was the Queen, uh, as she is currently in a box being driven through Scotland. She somehow picked up on that and struck down my washing line. Um, yeah. through the powers that I couldn't possibly, I as a mere subject couldn't begin to understand the mighty powers no. of Her Majesty Mesh of yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so we're recording on Sunday Sunday the 11th of September which is of course a day that has all sorts of resonance <laughs> for, for some might say even more important reasons uh, around I know, the world we're doubling down in that yeah, sense we really are, we're going for it today <laughs> This is the morning special. Morning has broken. Uh, M O U. And Matthew, I'm going to begin as usual this uh, football related podcast by asking you some questions uh, about yourself uh, to really get to the, the heart of who you are as a character. Even though today we're going to be a little bit looser with the structure because that's what Her Majesty would have wanted. Matthew, how deep is your morning? <laughs> um i mean i'd like that in meters I've, yeah yeah well um a, quite a few meters i a guess few meters of you know i'll i'll look i'll watch where the queen has got to on a trip to in scotland today mm. so I, I did check that out and there for about a minute 
So I don't know how long that measurement uh, justifies. Yeah, it's one meter per second. Uh, that's how morning uh, is measured. <laughs> oh, okay. So oh, that's quite a lot mm, of meters. Sixty then. meters. So, sixty, 60 meters. Yeah, there you go. Morning, yeah, <laughs> I think if you were a true patriot. Your, your, oh, your morning would be, yeah, about 500 million metres. Um, yeah, so you really are uh, a, 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 a lick-spittle, disgusting, uh, unpatriotic... Uh, you're, you're, what are you, some sort of lefty, woke, liberal, you know, <laughs> snowflake? Is that what you are? I know. I mean, if you're not, if you're not banging the drum and, you know, a jingoistic sort of, um, yeah... Uh, national pride. Then, then um, you hate yeah, Britain. That's, that then that's the alternative. You hate Britain. Although you want, you're I trying to a, destroy Britain from within. Yeah, that I did actually yesterday. I was looking um, just for some balance. Really, mm. I was looking at the headlines. Sorry, sorry, during, sorry. Wait uh, a minute. Balance. What's balance? <laughs> no, 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 I know. Sorry, in Britain. Um, more, sorry, more of the same. This that's is like the I mean. Soviet Union. You're not allowed to speak out of the party line. You loved uh, the Queen and you're devastated. Do not deviate from that. <laughs> who on earth did you go to no. with balance? We'll have them shot, whoever these people are. <laughs> but, well, like Google. Yeah, bloody Google. Oh, Google. You, Americans. You, you can... Yeah. Oh. See, oh. I was looking up the head the headlines after Diana died. Mm. And... Um, it was things like "show us you care, Queen." You know, lower the flag. Yeah, yeah. She got absolutely uh, hammered. She got hammered for that, she? Yeah. yeah, front pages. She, all you know, all being cold. Yeah, for late. All, all, all she into. really did was stayed up in wherever they were. I think that was Balmoral, wasn't it? At that time, she's always in <laughs> fucking Balmoral. Yeah, um, and uh, and 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 you know, she was. She would come back. Yeah, she, she was. How dare she stay up there and look after her grandchildren who have just lost their mum? What an evil woman. Yeah. And then it was there was Labour that kind of basically rehabilitated their image during that time. Yeah. And she just totally resented Tony Blair for it. What for <laughs> for helping her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> and made him wait yeah. for his knighthood for yeah. far longer than anyone else. I mean, else. that may also have been the uh, the war crimes that he was responsible for that made that. that uh, <laughs> I think she quite liked that. She probably those. did like that. She <laughs> certainly, yeah. I'll tell you what she didn't fucking like. Wild animals. My God. If you go near a, if, you, oh, if she went no. near a wild animal, that fucking thing's getting done with a shotgun. <laughs> I was looking at some footage of her on her first state visit to Kenya, I think in like the early 50s. And she literally, in front of a, like, a crowd of people with a, like a, a, a double-barreled shotgun, would just banged out a lion. Oh, my... Yeah. Really? Yeah. She was the original trophy hunter. She, she, oh, no. People, well, people have obviously been doing that for hundreds of years, but she you know, she certainly was a big fan of uh, going out and massacring <laughs> she, the animals. She kept but, the tradition but going. But she did it in a very dignified way. And don't forget How she had a... Don't forget as well, she had a... <laughs> oh, she had such a wicked sense of humour. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she was so mischievous and had a wicked sense of humour. <laughs> oh, oh. And none of us could possibly understand that wicked... We're not intelligent enough to understand that wicked sense of humour. Oh, no. she had such a turn of phrase. She was so playful. Oh, that, that, that's what I shall miss. Yeah. yeah. If she wasn't going to be queen, I think she was going for a stand-up career. Yeah, or something. exactly. It was. It was. It was <laughs> but unfortunately, it was. Only, she had. She to had go to go and be the monarch, up. and Roy, Roy Chubby Brown stepped in. <laughs> Matthew, uh, since the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, have you adapted your 
your diet and lifestyle accordingly. Well, maybe we were just speaking about my high cholesterol mm. the other week. So maybe that was, even though I did get the results before the Queen passed away. No, but you would have been aware. Then, we were all picking up on it. We're also, was, because we're also close to her. Yeah, for, for weeks we've probably been... She's been, she's been communicating with us in a way that only she could. Yeah. With that wicked and sense via of humour. <laughs> via my high cholesterol yes. levels. So I am maybe to maybe maybe you don't have high <laughs> cholesterol, and that was just another example just of a, her a wicked, wicked sense oh. of humour. Because what could be more wicked than to let a forty-year-old man think that he has high cholesterol? I, yeah, I'll be. Have, <laughs> yeah. I'm prone to heart attacks when I'm in fact I'm yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. Yeah. Get that fucking cunt out running. He doesn't have to, but I want him to. Yeah. It'll be ever so peasant. funny because, as you know, if I'm famous for anything, it's my wicked sense of humour. <laughs> yeah. So I have to. Add, I I am adjusting my diet. Good. Uh, and I guess that probably is in response to her. Mm, I'm talking specifically uh, since her. Uh, untimely and tragic death on Thursday now, Matthew. What have you done? I need to know that you've suffered like the rest of us have suffered. Um, have you abstained, Matthew? <laughs> Personal. <laughs> um, I mean... From life's <laughs> sinful pleasures. Yeah, as she would have wanted. Mm. Out of respect, we did. I just, I just, you know, had a... No, I'm not going to say it. But yes, that... Yeah. Good. Well, I, no, I personally uh, have abstained. I haven't <laughs> eaten or drunk anything since uh, Thursday. Really? Nothing. No, you did. You went to the pub, Matthew. That's a. <laughs> that's a. That is a rumor. Um, only to shout that, it. Only to shout it. Yeah, exactly. That, that is a rumor. I have been going occasionally out into the street to lambast people for not walking around with their heads bowed uh, when I saw people. <laughs> I, can you believe it? I went into. Uh, one of my local pubs, the uh, the Leighton Star, on Friday evening, Matthew, and they were, the lack of respect was unbelievable, Matthew. They were playing "God Save the Queen," but not the national anthem, Matthew. The rebellious 1977 Silver Jubilee coinciding number one hit by the Sex Pistols, <laughs> uh, which was intended at the time to uh, 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 decry the royal, the sovereign. And uh, how dare they play that at such an inopportune... And they were playing the title track from the uh, Smiths album, The Queen is Dead, uh, which, again, it utterly distasteful. So I, I, I got an enormous 500-foot uh, Union Jack and just wrapped it around <laughs> the windows of the Leighton Star to suffocate them in patriotism and make them see the error of their ways. So I'd like to go. Yeah, yeah suffocated by patriotism. <laughs> yes, it's the right thing to do at this time, Matthew. So you haven't. Ad- I mean, I, 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 to give you an example well, of my God. sacrifice. Yeah, sorry. I uh, ran out of milk <laughs> yesterday, and rather than out of respect, yeah, rather than buying more milk, I yeah, exactly. I thought about it respectfully, and I thought one shouldn't be thinking about milk at this time. So. I thought, no, I'll abstain from the milk. And then I thought about the continued production of milk. And those cows, how dare those fuckers continue <laughs> to traipse up to their milking sheds and display their teats without a thought for our sovereign at this time? How dare they? Disrespectful right. fuckers, cows. <laughs> so, uh, and, and you know what? 
I then started to look at footage of cows, and I'm not convinced that a single one of them has had the decency to bow their head or to show any sort of respect to the Queen, despite the years of diligent uh, and selfless service that she devoted to Britain's cows. Uh, (laughs) So I'm now off milk and all cow-related products. Really? Wow. Well, I don't eat a lot of red respect. meat anyway. In fact, I might... I, no, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to start eating red meat because I want them to suffer because they're so, because they're so un, unpatriotic. <laughs> Stop drinking their yeah. milk, but, but eat Yeah, their, I'm going to eat young. their faces. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Because no one hates Britain more than Britain's cows. Cows. <laughs> cows. Cows. Cows are famous for hating Britain. Good. Good. Um, and... And I'm one more question, Matthew. You personally, I don't mean you as a society, you as uh, as as, as, a, as a nation, Matthew. I mean you. How have you shown respect, and what sacrifices have you made since then? Oh, this is quite similar to the second yes, it one. Is, but it isn't just diet related, <laughs> Matthew. It's not just. Oh my. Uh, oh, come, oh um, I have. Um, been revising for an exam mm. that I'm resitting because I failed the first time, which again was probably. She, I'm sure she manipulated my results in a wicked with that wicked sense and, of humor. And, yeah, and is making me resit my exam. Her sense so of mischief. But, she'll be looking at, down mis- at you with a wry <laughs> smile as you struggle yeah, to contemplate your paper. Away. Yeah. I know. Uh, so I have been um, up in my revision. Out of respect. Out of respect, yeah, good. <laughs> I've, um, I've done nothing. I sat for three days staring at a wall in the way that Her Majesty would have wanted. I've only been watching the raw-related, relentless, never-ending television coverage, and that is the way it should be. I've been watching that around the clock. Uh, every time I feel sleepy, I put matchsticks in my eyes to stop them from <laughs> sleeping, because I think sleeping at this time would be incredibly disrespectful. Yeah. Um, and then every time I my mind starts to wander and the devil starts to take control and I start to think of, <laughs> you know, for example, being tempted to go out for a walk or get some fresh air, I smash myself in the face with an iron um, to punish myself uh, in a p- sort of puritanical gesture of love and deep, deep respect <laughs> Uh, to uh, to Her Majesty uh, at this mm. time, because as we all know, this is a period of deep, deep mourning. Deep, mm. deep That's mourning. what she would have wanted. I think you've got the cricket on behind you, which I assume Kelly was. Watching yeah, that's or nothing something. to do with me. <laughs> Kelly is Irish and therefore hates Britain. Yeah, uh, but she loves English she loves cricket. English cricket. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, she. I cannot control uh, other people. I'm afraid I can only be responsible for. Uh, and yeah. I wouldn't want you to think for one second that I'm uh, uh, been watching the cricket and doing anything to take my mind off this relentless, nauseating, sycophantic bullshit that we've had to listen to since Thursday. Sorry, the devil took me yeah. over for a second there. No, we've got plenty more days of this. I'm have to get I think the we should do it. A... Smash myself <laughs> yeah, again. Well, it should be handy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, we should do a daily. I think we should do a daily morning football unfocused up until because mm. because the great thing is Monday about week. this time is that there's no football. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, uh, that is that is again. Uh, I can just imagine her looking down with a wry smile and that mischievous oh. twinkle in her eye <laughs> because of that wicked sense of humour. The, the way that she got all the fucking football cancelled for the whole fucking weekend. Yeah, it was so oh, it was so befitting, wasn't it? And isn't it interesting how? Cricket and rugby continue to be played. Uh, much more kind of upper class, uh, uh, sort of, you know, traditional 
um, establishment British sports. But football, the game for the oiks, uh, they're the ones who have to sort of lay down arms, as it were. And I think there's, yeah. that's, that's only right, Matthew. It's right that the little <laughs> people should suffer. You know, and wasn't the boxing perspective? It was, as well. yes. Those brutes, you know, there's nothing those brutes love more than their queen. Uh, so they should stop. But... <laughs> Either beating each other up or respecting yeah, the and queen. And rugby league, That's if that... they're still playing that in that place known as the North, they should stop that. Um, but not rugby union. No, 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 no. Rugby union should, should continue forthwith. Uh, and it is only right uh, that, it, that it does. Uh, uh, the interesting thing about the cricket. So I had I had a ticket for the cricket on Friday at the Oval. Oh, right. Yeah. And th- this is a completely minor, minor point, which is really nothing to do with. Well, it is a little bit to do with it, but also how like self interest uh, and and sort of cynicism can often play a part, even in these, I guess, exceptional times, even when we both take our tongue out of our cheek a little bit. You know, th- these are exceptional <laughs> times. Yeah. Sorry for a, yeah. Sorry to suggest that we weren't being entirely sincere in the first uh, uh, what, twenty minutes of this uh, fucking rambling podcast. But with the cricket, it's really interesting because obviously the first day was uh, was Thursday, which ended up being the day that the Queen actually died. Friday mm. was then, but Thursday was was washed out anyway, so washed there out. wasn't even yeah. any play. It would be interesting if they'd still been on the pitch at the moment the news came through. Would they have just come off? Or not? Anyway, anyway, we'll never we'll never know. Friday was then day two, supposed to be the day that me and my dad were going, and that got uh, binned. Um, and the um, Surrey County Cricket Club sent an email around saying that you're all going to get a refund. But then they their intention was to re- pick up the test on Saturday, and then still do the four days. Like so, obviously. They've lost a day for rain, they accept that, that's part of the game, but then they should still have four days, and they just knock it all along, so you go from Saturday to Tuesday mm. rather than uh, having to finish on Monday. But the South Africans wouldn't stay an extra day, and <laughs> <laughs> even though they've got no match to go, and their, their excuse... Why, where are you going? Well, no, no, nowhere, just, nowhere. Just home. <laughs> home. <laughs> yeah, and they're part of the Commonwealth as well, aren't they? So they're not, aren't they, I don't know, I don't think their Queen's their head of state, um, but they are still part of the Commonwealth, so you know, yeah, you can see how much the Commonwealth means to all of the <laughs> subjects. Of the, but but it's quite interesting when I talk about cynicism and self-interest because South Africa are currently uh, ranked number one in the World Test um, uh, rankings, and losing a series against England would would sort of damage that and potentially give. Uh, so if they can reduce the match to just three uh, days, then their chances of getting out would at least a draw and certainly avoiding defeat are significantly greater. Uh, and I'm not suggesting for one second that that was a reason why they couldn't stay for one extra day and needed to fly. I'm assuming on Monday, when the match finishes at half past six, they'll be on the plane at quarter to seven. Because <laughs> they are in a fucking rush. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's interesting. But Matt, what do you on, on a serious note now? We'll try and get some football uh, um, content in here. What do you think, as someone who's maybe a little bit, um, shall we say, more relaxed about uh, following the, the game, about um, all the fixtures this weekend being cancelled? Uh, so initially, I was thinking, oh, that's respectful. That's probably how. Everything yep. was going to go. Yep. Same here. But then when, 
But then when they were like, oh, no, the cricket. So when our mates under sevens football <laughs> training was also cancelled at the weekend, mm-hmm. out of respect, um, you just saw, oh, that's sport all over. But then it became <clears throat> increasingly apparent that actually that wasn't the case. You know, there's a lot of sports that lose a lot of money if they just cancel or postpone uh, these types of fixtures. And so it was quite surprising that it now looks like they kind of made a bit of a misstep, the Premier mm. League. Or the or, well, no, it's not the Premier League, though, well, is it? Of, made that it's, decision. It's across English Who? football, yes, the EFL as well. So the, I think the Premier and League and would have... Scotland and yeah, Wales yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, also... yeah. I think Nor- the Northern Irish Premier League went first and then everyone sort of followed from there. Um, so they could theoretically, each kind of UK nation could make an individual decision. But I think once one goes, even though yeah. really it's only really England and Scotland that anyone takes any notice of... Um, yeah, but it just feels we've been being told, haven't we, for so many years that the Queen's death, you know, the inevitability of her dying at some stage and getting more old and frail because they've had so long to plan for it. It's like a like a real military operation, and everything would just yeah. click into place. And they've covered for the event, every eventuality if she dies in these circumstances, those circumstances, this day, that day. But it all, despite all that. That was bollocks. It, it felt really shambolic. Absolutely yeah, shambolic. Total mess. Yeah. Like the the fact that you got all these sports doing different things, yeah. just sort of, you know, and and one sport doing one thing, which was seen to have been undermining. Of you know, it's like oh, we're we're not playing football because we're out of respect, but we're going to play rugby, also yeah. out of respect. It just. Just as you said, shambolic. It, it, yeah, um, exactly. it's a, sort of it's approach bollocks. to it. And I think it's actually, like you say, I think it is a misstep, and it's going to lead away from something that was would have been a respectful and possibly even celebratory weekend to now something that people are going to be um, uh, quite <laughs> pissed off about, really. <laughs> and and the chances are that next weekend, um, I, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen next weekend, but. With it being the weekend directly before the funeral, which is now confirmed for Monday, the nineteenth, yeah. are they going to play next weekend? You know, because it's going to be during the time in which the Queen's lying in state. They haven't said have no. They... And you think about the oh, like, just purely from a policing perspective. You know, Liverpool, for example, is supposed to be at Chelsea next Sunday, right? So the day before the Queen's funeral, um, and you know, I'm assuming there are a number of other London teams who are going to be home uh, at home next weekend. So that requires, you know, every time a there's a big match in London that requires a lot of policing and so many resources are going to have to go towards the security of the, I'm assuming thousands of people are going to go and uh, stand outside Buckingham Palace and all whatever other shite's going on. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it, I, uh, and this is a season, of course, in which it's already fucked up uh, schedule-wise because of the World Cup, which starts in mid-November. So we're already taking this unprecedented sort of six-week pause in the middle of the season. So everything's bunched up, which is why... Already, we're having these um, um, quite an, like an well, a very unusual number of midweek uh, matches in the first half of the season. Midweek Premier League fixtures have already had one, and there's another couple to come before the, the World Cup break. So, where are they going to put these games? I don't know. I mean, I suppose theoretically, because you know, ne- next summer will be a quote normal summer. You could just carry on into the first couple of weeks of June but of course the Champions League finals around that time so what do you do do you then have Premier League games 
the week after the champion. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it, but there, there isn't a lot of space, particularly when you factor mm. in the domestic cups and the teams that play in Europe as well. So, yeah, I just feel it. I'd love to. There are theories out there, and of course, I have my suspicions as to why football was pulled. Now, is it because the authorities of football kind of bent over backwards and went the furthest of all the sports to kind of show that they were, you know, being respectful because it is the the most popular sort of national game. Um, And even though it might not be the game of the establishment, it is definitely the national game. Um, Is that why they made that decision? Or is it, as some people suspect, that they were so concerned at having minute silence in grounds all over the country that, you know, if there was a couple of incidents where the, those silences weren't properly respected, that that would cause so much negativity and unrest and possibly people kind of turning on each other. You could have social disorder or, or it could essentially end up distracting from this period of deep mourning. Um, <laughs> and, uh you know, so that could essentially kind of almost embarrass the football authorities. But if that is the case, firstly, that is incredibly patronising um, to football fans. It shows a complete lack of understanding of the sort of history of football and their, their fans' ability to kind of mark these kind of sad or momentous occasions. Um, and it also is 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 um, um, potentially if you went down the sort of cynical road of, you know, people not respecting it, I would say it makes instance of that now more likely because whenever you play the first match, whether it's before or after the, the, the Queen's funeral, they're still going to have to do something, aren't they? Because it's your first mm. big gathering since the Queen died. So there's going to be a moment, you know, silence. Maybe they think, oh, we'll, in case people don't respect it properly, we'll, we'll turn it into a celebratory thing, do the old applause, which I've always disliked, actually. I know some people say, oh, it's a celebration, but I actually think it's a bit of a cop-out. I think that, you know, it doesn't take much uh, for, you know, 50,000, you know, men and women and children to just stand quietly for one minute, whatever it is, you know. Um, And I think the applause thing that has come in over recent years is, hmm, I don't know. I, I think it's personally... So what, it's a cover-up for anyone that I, does I think decide so. to... I think so, yeah. yeah I think that's why they like out. it. And it's got to a stage now where sometimes they'll announce a silence, but a few people then start clapping and then everyone all of a sudden is clapping and deciding <laughs> it's an applause. But um, yeah, 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 I don't know. I mean, surely when someone dies at the age of 96, maybe maybe that is more of an applause moment than a, than a silence. But anyway, forget all that. Yeah. I just think that when you look at football, regardless of, you know, it's partisan nature and sometimes the issues around, you know, sort of like behaviour and that do flare up from time to time, although nowhere near as much as the, you know, certain people would like you to believe. Um, they do, football does have a really, really uh, good and proud history of respecting uh periods of silence for whatever the occasion may be. And I saw on Twitter yesterday, not wanting to make this just about a Liverpool thing, but because Liverpool have got a recent history of disrespecting the national anthem in particular, because, <laughs> right. um, and, you know, both cup finals last year, they booed the the national anthem, booed Prince William. Um, they, <laughs> I think there's been this now, people have kind of put two and two together and thought, okay, well, it's Liverpool were going to be at home this weekend, so we were supposed to play Wolves yesterday, and it will be because of the Scousers, won't it? That will be why, because they would have booed. And, and I think that is so wide of the mark, right? 
most people in Liverpool, don't get me wrong, will not do, definitely do not like the royal family. Do not like the royal family. Don't like the British establishment, and for good reason because the, you know, the, the firstly it, it's a socialist city, and they shouldn't, you know, there's there's, there's no, um, they shouldn't feel in any way um, sort of you know guilty or bad about that, you know, because why why should everyone be so sycophantic and unquestioning in their following of a outdated institution of uh, stolen wealth uh, that these unelected people live a life of luxury and we're supposed to all kind of bow down to them like serfs but you know so that is one of the rare cities that doesn't (laughs) buy into any of that bollocks and actually you know proudly says well no believe it or not we actually believe in sort of you know democracy and dignity for the working man and woman but anyway uh sorry i'll show my (laughs) some people yeah some people think that i couldn't possibly comment um but but um but i do and and also don't forget that you know liverpool fans have had had like a 30 year period um where the truth about a tragedy that was inflicted upon their fans was covered up by that by the establishment now obviously it's not the royal family but the royal family are a symbol of the establishment they are the ultimate symbol of you know the police wear er on their on their badges and their helmets the judicial system, you know, bow to the Queen. Um, you know, the government, are Her Majesty's government. So all of these things, the, the, the monarchy is the ultimate symbol of establishment. And, you know, for very good reason, lots of people in Liverpool and connected to Liverpool have a big problem with establishment in this country. So, but I still believe, despite all that, that two days after the death of the Queen, people would have shut the fuck up and stood for a minute's silence. And if... That if fear that they wouldn't have done that played any role in the decision to call off this weekend's games, then more for those people. Mm. To be honest, I think it's really insulting. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting what they do next weekend. You know, because if people are, if people are a bit upset about them cancelling the footy, are they going to take that rage they... into this weekend? Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Well, don't forget everyone who was who would have been at home this weekend will be away next weekend. So the the huge numbers of people who have had their weekend essentially ruined, you know, if they were looking forward or they made travel plans or booked hotels yeah. or whatever, they won't be there. It'll be the following week when they're next <laughs> next at home. But I'm I'm more intrigued as somebody who um, you know I always look at things from the point of view of a match attending fan because I am a match attending fan. Um, some might even say, you know, a proper fan as opposed to a sort of an armchair <laughs> pundit. And uh, I couldn't, again, I, that's not me saying that. I'm just paraphrasing <laughs> other people who are right. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and um, so I'm, I'm supposed to be going to Liverpool Ajax on Tuesday night in the Champions League. Now, obviously, Champions League being a UEFA competition has more to consider than just, you know, the concerns of the, the British clubs in the British state so they you know this idea that they'll just cancel everything you know a team from <laughs> a team from Holland can't play a team from the Czech Republic because Queen Elizabeth II in England has died like what you know uh, so clearly that's not going to happen and that you know that's that's bollocks and that's typical British exceptionalism and arrogance to even expect that to happen but I have heard it suggested again which you know as we touched on before we were led to believe for years that all of these plans were so well rehearsed and everything was in place and it was going to be a smooth, well-oiled machine. But bollocks. So we're now on Sunday, two days before that Champions League fixture on, on, on Tuesday night. There is no confirmation at this stage that 
that match is definitely going ahead. I've heard rumours that it might even get switched so that Liverpool played a game in, in Holland first and then have to, uh, play the, the home match then. I think it would be in early November. But then what about the, the Dutch fans who have booked their trains and planes and um, accommodation to come over to England? What about the fact that if it then gets played in Holland the Liverpool contingent will have very, very little time to secure their tickets and flights and accommodation to go out to Holland. And then there's the fact, of course, that Ajax will have to quickly turn around the sale of tickets for their home game um, (laughs) in the space of like 24 hours. So, I mean, I'd like to think surely common sense will kick in and that 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 match will go ahead. But if it does, of course, that will also be a, um, you know, if if there is a suggestion that... uh, Certain fan, certain groups of fans are not going to respect a minute silence. That'll be tested on Tuesday night. So we'll, we'll see. And, I, and I'll be in that. I'll be on that cop, and I will have had a drink. So uh, we'll see. You, 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 you do the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying. There's a, there's, there's a pattern of behaviour, and there's a build up of, uh, of tension, and uh, drink will be involved, which uh, clearly really tends to speed things up. <laughs> so uh, yeah we'll see yeah we'll, see. we'll look forward but to it that. is um you know I'll, I'll, we'll wrap things up now make this a blessedly short uh uh <laughs> oh, an usual podcast but <clears throat> it is just one of those rare periods i suppose it was a little bit like it when um the uh world trade center came down in in um uh 2001 obviously when princess diana died funny enough when princess diana died I think Liverpool were supposed to play Newcastle the very next day. Cause she died, I think, on a Saturday evening, didn't she? And then the news came from on a Sunday. So yeah. our game that day was mm. um, was um, uh, immediately cancelled. But then we did play a... Sorry, in 2001, we did play a Champions League game. I think it was either on the 11th of September or the day after, but it was very close anyway. From memory, we are, I think we played Borussia Dortmund. Um but obviously this is different because it's the actual head of state who's died and you know this is you know very much a kind of you know a british concern but um it, it it's just it's just weird to have something like when something like this happens that regardless of your how much it affects you how much you buy into it we're kind of all a little bit like it's a bit like it's, it's a bit like a corporate away day would work you will all have fun <laughs> You know, you're all you're all going to come on this. You're going paintballing. Doesn't matter whether you hate the job or you hate all your uh, colleagues. You're coming and you'll smile. <laughs> you will have fun. You will have your beer, and you will not leave until the time that you would usually leave the office. <laughs> and you will buy into it's the it. best way. It's the best way to surmise is ten days of yeah, morning. Exactly. Forced, forced corporate fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So as we conclude, I think I think everybody will agree that this has been uh, a recording that Her Majesty would have approved of. We've delivered it in a, in a style befitting of her legacy, and we have really reveled in to the, the, the mischievous side of, of Her Majesty and her wicked, 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 <laughs> wicked sense of humour. And, and King Charles... <laughs> King Charles... Sorry, I just can't get used to fucking saying that. It's a dog. It's a fucking dog. And who thinks named after a fucking spaniel? Christ alive. 
Did you see him, by the way? There's this brilliant clip of him when he's he's, he's he had to sign something like uh, yesterday, I think it was, where, like to be like, oh yeah, do you agree to be king? Yes, I fucking do. Right. And, uh, so he's signing this. Let's get this yeah, I want to be on. king. Where do I sign? Right. So, so he, he was signing his bit of paper. And as he sort of went to go, to sit down or whatever, I think there was some stuff on the table that shouldn't have been there. So he did the most Prince Charles thing that you could possibly... He sort of went... And, and, and sort of pushed it to one side. And But he gestured towards someone, and I've heard it. I don't know whether to be too harsh on the geese. I mean, of course, he is... You know, he has just lost his mum, and he's... You know, but... but Cynic could say he's had, he had quite a long time to prepare for this, but he people were basically saying, "Look at that! That's beyond behind the magician's cloak. Look at the way he's fucking speaking to and treating his staff like some lackey who he's just like immediately sort of dismissing and pushing away." So I, I don't know enough about the context of the clip. I've just been sent it on <laughs> social media, but just like everyone else, when I've sent the clip on social media, I'm going to make an instant judgment about it without looking at the context <laughs> or the nuance, and I'm going to go insane. And start tweeting it around the world and going, ah, oh, it's a disgrace. Yeah, but uh, and one final thing before we end, and I think this is the bombshell on which we should end uh, this week's um, this week's podcast. Above everyone else, above everything else, at this time as we draw together as a nation and as a world community, above everything, our hearts go out to His Royal Highness Prince Andrew. Mm-hmm.